Welcome to the Creativity at Work podcast, hosted by the School of Business at Virginia Commonwealth University. Welcome to another edition of Creativity at Work, our podcast from the VCU School of Business. My name is Ken Kahn. I'm the Senior Associate Dean. And with me today is Dwight Chu, who is the head distiller for James River Distillery. Welcome. Thank you very much for having me. It's great to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and a little bit about James River Distillery. Absolutely. Uh, So James River opened uh, a little over four years ago. We've had products on shelves for a little over three since August of 2014. Uh, A lot of people, when they come to visit the distillery, they always ask, they always assume that I have a uh, biochemistry kind of background or degree. I actually uh, got an English major uh, in my undergraduate. Um, I always tell people that's where I learned that I like to drink, but uh, I wish I had taken some science classes in college. But um, so after I graduated, uh, I ran an organic farm for a little while, which is how I got interested in microbiology. Uh, And then that led me to doing my own uh, like home fermentations. I started off with sauerkraut and yogurt, and which led to homebrew beer, homebrew wine. Uh, and then after that, I worked for a commercial brewery for a little while. I uh, kind of learned how to do all that on the large production scale. Uh, and then went from there to James River, uh, where I've been a head distiller for, like I said, a little over four years now. Tell us a little about your product lines, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Uh, so currently, we make seven different spirits at the distillery. Uh, we make three different styles of gin, an American, a traditional, and a navy strength. Uh, we also make the Oster V, which is our Aqua V. Uh, we're actually the only distillery in Virginia making one. Uh, we also have a traditional style potato vodka, the Arctic Snow, uh, which we collaborated with a the local heavy metal band Guar uh, in order to come out with. Uh, we also have two different rums. Uh, we have our standard Jackson and James, and then our newest spirit, which is our fall seasonal variety, where we infused some uh, pawpaw fruit in it in the Jackson and James. Uh, pawpaws are a fruit native to Virginia. So. How do you make creativity work happen for you? Uh, so creativity at the distillery takes a couple different forms. Um, I suppose the most you know, obvious is you know, actually coming up with the recipes and working things out. Uh, you know, when I'm developing my, for example, the three gins uh, and the aquavi as well, which is also a flavored spirit, um, I had to work with uh, at least 10 different small-scale trials for each one. Um, where I'm you know, working with different ingredients, different amounts, different ratios of each one. Uh, you know, starting, as far as the creativity goes, it begins where I'm attempting to, you know, I have a concept, you know, like, you know, I kind of want either this particular style of gin, uh, and then I can start working with the different ingredients and try to see which ones work. Um, one example of that is, for uh, my personal favorite spice is cumin. Mm-hmm. I put in almost everything that I cook. And so I worked, I really tried to try to figure out a way to work it into one of our gins, but I just, I just couldn't quite get it to work for what we were doing. So, um, but it was a lot of fun, you know, trying to work with that and see if I could get it in there. And I just, just couldn't. But uh, so it was one of those things where, you know, I moved on and added in. uh, So that was particularly when I was working on our traditional style gin, the continental. Uh, And so I wound up using uh, some black peppercorns and some cardamom and some uh, sarsaparilla root as well to give it some, you know, earthiness and a a hint of spice as well. So it, uh, it, it certainly feels creative when I'm, you know, working on those recipes and moving along and seeing what works and what doesn't. Uh, There's also a fair amount of creativity at the distillery where I'm coming up with sort of, uh, for example, when we were building it out, um, uh, we were actually, it it was originally a vodka distillery that went out of business. Uh, And so then when I moved in there, I had to 
um, make modifications to the equipment. I had to move it around. So I had to sort of imagine how it was going to be, you know, how we were going to be producing it, how the flow of production was going to go, you know, from the local, locally grown corn that we use, you know, through the, the mashing, the fermentation, the distillation, uh, the flavor infusion, and then the bottling as well. So I had to set up the space. You had to picture and imagine the space, how it was going to work, how it was going to flow. And then once we actually got under production, uh, I had to fix the mistakes and stuff that, uh, you know, things that didn't quite work out the way I had thought that they would. So um, I don't know. It, uh, it certainly feels pretty creative when I'm in there and working. What seems to be new in your industry, or what should I say is new at, in your industry, and what's new at James River Distillery? What are some things that you might want to do in the future? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, one of the great things about being in the craft distilling industry is that it kind of is new uh, as as the industry as a whole. Now, obviously, distillation has been around for a few hundred years, and a lot of your big brands have been around for a hundred years or more. Um, but the small local craft distiller is really just in the last decade or two. Um, and it's particularly in the last five years, for sure, it has really, really ramped up. And so one of the great things about being a small craft distiller is it's sort of analogous to your small beer breweries is that we can, you know, we can do small, experimental, interesting stuff. You know, for example, our American style gin. I use two different kinds of hops and fresh cantaloupe. Uh, for the Oster V, we use we steep uh, local Virginia River oyster shells in there to give it a hint of salinity and minerality. Uh, you know, you're you're big, you're Jack Daniels or people like that, which they make great products. However, if they come out with a new spirit, they have to do years of market research. They have to make thousands of cases, basically ship it worldwide. We can make. 10, 15 cases of something and just sell it at the distillery, see if people like it, get, get some feedback. Uh, for example, that's what we did with our, our newest spirit, our, uh, the Jackson James Paw Paw Rum. Um, basically, we're, uh, that is our fall seasonal uh, rum infusion. So we just made a few cases of that. Um, part of the reason is because Paw Paws have such a short ripening window. Um, pretty much once they're ripe, they're ready to be eaten um, or, you know, infused into, uh, <laughs> into some rum. Uh, and... So, yeah, so we get to really kind of just have fun with it. And that is sort of how where we are going with James River is, uh, for, well, for example, just uh, in a week or two, we are going to be releasing our winter seasonal rum infusion, uh, which we're using some, uh, some uh, Native American persimmons for that, uh, which were actually foraged uh, out in the Charlottesville area um, for us by uh, a local mountain man forager. Uh, goes by the name of Digger. Um, and... Uh, then we're going to be doing a spring and uh, uh, summer seasonal as well. And so that is really kind of how we're starting to focus is your our smaller, our seasonal um, uh, collaborations we're looking at with, you know, maybe some uh, local breweries and uh, maybe a winery or cidery as well. So it's trying to really, you know, we've since the beginning, we've focused on being as local as possible. And that is really what we want to continue doing. Last question. What's the most creative thing that you've done this year? <laughs> and I should say in the past 365 days. Yeah, no, and that's a, such an interesting question. Um, I've, been, I've been thinking about it. And, you know, like I said, I can talk about the, you know, the recipes I come up with, things like that. But really what feels the most creative to me, and maybe it's because that's just what I've been doing over the last little while, but uh, uh, repairing the things that break at the distillery. Um, recently I've been working on our uh, 1992 Nissan forklift. Uh, which we bought used and 
and the person we bought it used from uh, did some sort of Band-Aid repairs to it, which I didn't find out until I, you know, started. You know, I just I started off just wanting to do an oil change, and then went from there to this problem, and then that problem, and that problem. And so, per, to me, it really feels creative being a problem solver. And okay, we've got this problem, and it's a forklift. It's something I've never worked on before, and so I have to look at it. I have to basically learn how it operates, and figure out why the problem is happening, what I can do to fix it, how can I do it in the most cost-effective manner, um, the way that it'll work and uh, it won't break again anytime soon. Uh, uh, when our high-pressure boiler, when that, uh, when that shuts down, that uh, we literally cannot operate. Um, and so uh, about a month ago, at, uh, we you know, lost production for about a day because the boiler went down and I had to figure out how to, uh, how to repair that. And so, yeah, it really... A lot of times when I'm doing the problem solving, and I guess a lot of my problem solving does revolve around <laughs> fixing things that break, um, that is often when I feel at my most creative. You know, I got to think on my feet. I have to figure out what's going on and then fix it. Well, Dwight Chu, head distiller at James River Distillery, thanks for joining us today. Oh, thank you very much, Ken. I had a great time. And for all our listeners for our podcast, thanks for joining us. Until next time. Thank you for joining us on the Creativity at Work podcast. To learn more about the Virginia Commonwealth University School of Business and our vision to drive the future of business through the power of creativity, visit us at business.vcu.edu or follow us on social media. Also, you can let the creativity come to you by subscribing on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, keep up the creativity at work.